welcome back to The Ghoul's Room. We are your hosts, I'm Emmy. And I'm Julia. And we're excited to have you back for another exciting week of spooky tales and cryptid lore and whatever we find ourselves doing. A quick plug of our social medias. We are, (laughs) I was just so immediate, I was like (laughs) taken aback. Um, We're on Instagram and Twitter at The Ghoul's Room. And we have a Gmail called the Ghouls Room Podcast, period, in between each word at gmail.com. And last but not least, we have a Patreon where you can sign up and get lots of perks. We have Emmy Drawing. We have our podcast video recorded for every session now. And we cannot thank you guys enough. I've got even more stuff to try and help my audio. I've got a pop filter now. I've got like a stand to try and uh, bring it closer to my mouth instead of just sitting there. So this might help eliminate all those movement noises because now it's on an arm. Um, I did buy a new cam webcam thing and it was atrocious. So I returned it, but join us on all of these social medias. Um, We love you. We love hearing from you. We love talking to you. Just yeah, hit us up. We just love you. And, of course, um, little disclaimer. All the information that we have for our podcast today have been researched online on public forums. News things and articles and journals and books and all kinds of fun public things. We don't have the ability to go out ourselves to investigate as of yet due to you know, monetary funds and the terrible pandemic that has us all cooped up in our homes. But besides the point, we just want to thank those public forums for allowing us to, you know, research and have the opportunity to learn and share with you guys. So yeah. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you very much. I have Chinese food on its way. Oh, the whole flat does. I mean, it wasn't just me. The whole flat has ordered Chinese food. So, um, there is a high chance that Laura will just like sneak into my room and drop off a bag which of Chinese is fine, food. Which is honestly which is ideal, in my opinion. So, right. Just a little Chinese food fairy dropping it off. Yeah, so I've, like, since I said I've got that new stand, I've got my mic in my face now, too. So I was like, I, it's just, I don't know how to do. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Emmy messaged me on Discord, and I'm going to have to delete that because you can see it on my video recording because I record. Yeah. Because <laughs> I screen record, so you, screen you can just record? see my just clip Discord. that out. Just clip that out. Screaming. Jesus. <laughs> just like, oh my God. Just put an image in there. <laughs> I'll figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> Why didn't I was like, ask I on here? I didn't no, you're fine. <laughs> oh, goodness, I, I already before. forgot. Oh, yeah. So I've got a mic in my face now, and I don't quite know how to, like... You look... It's, it doesn't matter. professional. Like, you look... Except like for the fact that I'm doing. sitting in bed and doing this, I, I feel slightly professional. <laughs> you do, I, yeah, I don't know how that's working. Like, how are you... How is that all set up? Like, what, like, what is... So... What is connected to what? I have these, like, shelves attached to my wall. And I've essentially put the clamp on one of the shelves. And then it can kind of extend. It's like an arm. And so I now have it extended forward into my face. And, like, upside down. I don't know. It's hard Damn. to explain. 
I tried to set it up at my desk, but my desk is miniature and also doesn't have a place where you can clamp because it's got drawers, so it's like too thick. So I just kind of went with this and I was like, all right, I guess we're going to be doing this from bed until I move flats, which is going to be at least until August because we signed a lease. So a year. Here we are. (laughs) Here we are. So I don't know. I have to keep reminding myself to sit up, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm literally in a chair and I'm still like slouching. I'm actually using my arms as like leverage to make sure I can, you know, properly slouch. And I don't know why I can't just just fucking lean back. I'm literally bracing myself on my chair. Like I'm so bad. It's just my back will be hurting. And I'm like, why am I in so much pain? And then I'm like hunched over doing stats. And (laughs) I actually downloaded this new thing. It's a Chrome extension and you can set it for any time. But I've set it for every 15 minutes. It tells me to sit up or check my posture. And at first I thought, oh, every 15 minutes, that's quite frequent. Um, every time it's gone off, I have reverted back into my hunchback position and I have to sit up. Like, Gosh, oh, but it's no. so comfortable. Like even now, like moving my head back, like it hurts. The back of my neck hurts really bad. Like it do- like all the time, all the oh time the back of my neck hurts. And I'm like, geez, really? Can you touch your this chin to your chest without it hurting severely? I can't even touch the chin to my chest. <laughs> <laughs> if I, really, I won't tell you what I was checking I for. Really, it's fine. If I really try, be yeah, I can do it. Ow, it does really hurt though. Honestly, <laughs> it does hurt the back of my um, neck. I don't want to mention that that can be a sign of something. Oh my god, am I gonna die? As the as the residential hypochondriac, I'll spare you from it. Don't worry. Oh my god, I'm a- do I have cancer? I'm sure you're fine. Oh my god, am I paralyzed from the waist down? <laughs> I can't feel my No, arms. you're good. You're good. You're good. No. If you develop a fever, let me know. I'm scared. Oh my god, I'm scared. I haven't you're been fine. sick a day in my life. Except for the one time I had the flu when I was eight. That was it. What? What? Yeah, it was Thank the last god. time I was sick. All those times Jesus. I skipped school, that was just skipping school. I wasn't really sick. <laughs> yeah. Ratting yourself out. Ratting uh. myself out. I mean, for le- for legal reasons, that's a joke. I have been sick before. Yeah, Eric, was, uh, my brother was the sickly child. He was the uh, the one where they like announced swine flu on the news, and then that night he got it. And my mom was like, "How is that?" Yep, my brother got swine flu too. <laughs> my brother Insanity. was sanity. Yeah, sent to his bedroom for like two weeks. I remember that. He just could not leave. That was crazy. Our first experience with a epidemic i don't think that one was yes a pandemic, not a pandemic was it? it was just an epidemic it was an epidemic because yeah. it really was i mean not as bad as coronavirus those were the this times is, this shit's pretty bad this is <laughs> not an no, ideal think about it situation. my university though apparently next semester we're doing in-person teaching um i'm gonna be on campus i guess uh Starting end of January, beginning of February. So we'll see how that goes. That's going to be socialize in person. Yeah. For real. I don't know. So whatever. It's actually kind of terrifying. Like I've been thinking of what it's going to be like when like having to go back to work and everything. Um, I don't know how to talk to people anymore. (laughs) Like I don't like leaving my apartment. I like my midday uh, naps. I like being able to just do anything well i mean i work i have work for legal i do work (laughs) when i have my shift hours like i do work but it's nice to like do it in the comforts of my own home not gonna yeah and 
I have all my pre-recorded lectures and I am not a morning person. So instead of doing the nine to five thing, I can do like noon to eight and be very happy because I can sleep in kind of thing. But I'll get used to it. It's so pleasant. It's just so pleasant. Like, I know we should go back to normal, but I don't want to go back to normal. (laughs) I want to have the, I want the choice. I want to be able to say, yeah, I want to go to a bar. Yeah, totally. Sure. I'll do it. But then also not go anywhere. Yeah. It has been nice in that regard. But moving on. Moving on. Yes. Less discussion. Oh, and happy Hanukkah to people who celebrate it aka me happy Happy Hanukkah Hanukkah to myself I do not have enough candles this year because I bought a pack last year and I thought I had enough (laughs) and I don't and England does not sell Hanukkah related things in store so that's weird oh oh yeah they at least in the U.S., there's, like, the designated Hanukkah shelf where they just put a bunch of blue things and they're like, yes, this is Hanukkah. No, that doesn't <laughs> exist like in England. the international aisle. And they put, like, <laughs> yeah. Hanukkah stuff in there. And you're like, what? <laughs> like that's... Yeah, it is. if okay. it's blue, apparently it's Hanukkah. But, yeah, there's that doesn't exist here, so I'll just have to order them online. But anyway, sorry, back to what I am doing this week. Um... I am going to be talking about the Myrtles Plantation, M-Y-R-T-L-E-S. And I got my information from Wikipedia, from AmericanHauntingZinc.com and MyrtlesPlantation.com. So, this plantation has some history, so I do apologize in advance because I went into it a little bit because I like the history. Which is shocking because history was probably my worst grade in school, but I like it. Um, so we are in Francisville, Louisiana in the United States. The plantation was built in 1796 by General David Bradford on 600 acres, which is 0.94 square miles or 2.4 square kilometers. And at this time, the plantation was then named Laurel Grove. Um, Bradford lived on the plantation alone for three years. I mean, they say alone, but it's a plantation, so there was definitely slaves there, so mm, call them bullshit. But he lived there as in without his family for three years until President John Adams pardoned him for his role in the Pennsylvania Whiskey Rebellion in 1799. I don't know what his role was, and I'm not going to lie, I don't know what the Pennsylvania Whiskey Rebellion of 1799, or... I don't know what year it was. He was pardoned in 1799. I don't well, know what the Pennsylvania Whiskey Rebellion. That was 1920s. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I took AP. I took AP history and got like a two on the same. AP same. <laughs> I I can't fucking remember uh, dates for shit. I yeah. Dude. I'm so sorry, Mr. Minch. He was such a nice teacher, but I did not do. I that. was. I, I went strong the first week, did great. I was getting like hundreds. And then I, nope, I was like three hours for one homework assignment. I was like, you gotta be joking. <laughs> I, I know. You. And it was for one class too. We were still in yeah. high school. So we had like eight classes a day. And I was like, I don't have time for this. Bro. Sorry. No, I went dead. But yeah. Yeah, I, I'm bad at history. It's fine. Sorry. And, um, but after his pardon, Bradford's wife and their five children moved into the plantation with him from Pennsylvania. Bradford passed in 1808, where his wife continued to run the plantation until 1817, where the management of the plantation was then given to Clark Woodruff, 
a former law student of Bradford who also married Bradford's daughter, Sarah Matilda. So Clark and Sarah Matilda had three kids, um, James, Mary Octavia, and Africa Gale. So, uh, and then Sarah Matilda and two of her children unfortunately did die of yellow fever in 1823 and 1824, or maybe they didn't, and I'll get into that later, dun, but dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. we had like, I think it was about yellow fever that we had to read a book in seventh grade. I think it was literally called fever. I don't know. Maybe I oh, made that yeah. up, but... No, I think I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know if it was the yellow Ooh, fever, though, but it was ago. scurry. I didn't like it. And anyway, after this, after the death of um, Sarah and her two children, the plantation was sold to Rough and Gray Sterling. Um, under this ownership, the building was extended in the 1850s, essentially doubling the size of the plantation. And this is when the plantation was also renamed the Myrtles after the crepe Myrtles that grew nearby. I don't know what that is. I assumed it was like a plant creeping on the trees, but I don't actually know. It could just be a flower. Who knows? I'll Google it later. Um, the plantation did also survive the American Civil War, though all the furnishings and expensive accessories were stolen during that time. Um, I kind of just glazed through this one because essentially it switched hands. Multiple other people owned the plantation pretty much all the way up until 2014, um, there was a major fire in the general store, which did cause substantial damage to the building. And the building has since been placed on the National Register of Historic Places and is therefore protected and is a tourist destination. Um, just a little thing I threw in. The entry doors include side lights that contain hand-painted stained glass windows that were styled after the French cross to ward off evil. Built in the Creole cottage style with a wraparound porch, it contains six chimneys and 22 rooms spread over two floors, just to give you an idea of the size of the place. And honestly, I was looking at pictures. This place is stunning. Um, it's painted white. It's got emerald green shingles and anything Ooh. like cutting. It's, it's green. And it's surrounded by these trees that has, I think it's called Spanish moss that's hanging off of them. And it's, oh, yeah. Oh, it's got that southern vibe and oh, that wraparound porch. It's so pretty. Oh, but, I love um, a good wraparound porch. Right. Oh, it, Those but are so not gonna charming. Lie, when you see it, you're like, yeah, that place is haunted. It's like, it gives you the vibes of, oh, it's gorgeous. And then you're like, yes, there are multiple ghosts in there. <laughs> people died of that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You're haunted. like, yeah, there are dead people there. So, uh. Oh, this was just a cool fact I found. The flooring and the windows of the building are all original. So, I don't know. That was cool. But on to the hauntings and the ghosties. The <laughs> the plantation house itself is rumored to have been built on top of, anyone guess it? An ancient Tunica Native American burial ground. So I had a feeling. I had starting a off feeling. strong. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Starting, starting good there. Not the building boasts ideal. a total of <laughs> I know, 12 ghosts and claims the murders of 10 people took place there. Um, however, the only murder that I could find that has been historically recorded was that of William Drew Winter in 1871. He was an attorney who lived in the plantation from 1865 to 1871, where he was shot by a stranger. After being shot, Winter reportedly staggered inside of the home and died while trying to climb the stairs. Winter died on the 17th step 
and to this day, guests claim to hear his dying footsteps. Yikes. Fun times there. Another very popular ghost is the legend of Chloe. So Chloe was reportedly a slave owned by Clark and Sarah Woodruff, if you remember them from earlier. According to one story, Clark had pressured and or forced Chloe to be his mistress. Other versions have Chloe listening in at keyholes so that she could hear some of Clark Woodruff's business dealings. Either way, after being caught by either Clark or Sarah, depending on which story it was, they cut off one of Chloe's ears, and so she wore a green turban to hide it for the rest of her life. And Chloe supposedly baked a cake containing extract of boiled and reduced oleander leaves, which are an incredibly poisonous plant. And again, the legend kind of splits on the reasoning behind this. Um, Some say she was trying to get revenge on the Woodruffs, and some say she was attempting to regain her positioning back by later she was going to cure the poisoning. Um, Either way, the plan backfired. It didn't go well. Sarah and her daughters ate the cake, and they all died from the poison. Chloe was then supposedly hanged by the other slaves on the plantation and thrown into the Mississippi River. This was either done as a punishment or to so that the slaves could escape punishment by Clark Woodruff for harboring her. Um, however, historical records do not support this version of history. I hate to say it, or maybe I don't hate to say it, I don't know. <laughs> the version says Sarah and her daughter's lives were claimed, but Mary Octavia one of her daughters lived into her adulthood, so it doesn't really match up there. And then, as previously mentioned, Sarah, James, and Cornelia Woodruff were recorded to have been killed by the yellow fever. So... Damn. Don't really know what happened there. History gets a little muddled. Um, Regardless, there have been multiple reports of a woman wearing a green turban, turban haunting the plantation that everyone assumes is Chloe. Um... Among other various haunting tales include the ghost of a young Native American woman have been reported because, you know, Native American burial ground. I'm not shocked by that. (laughs) Um, During the Civil War, the house was ransacked by Union soldiers and legend claims that three of them were killed in the house. There is therefore supposedly a bloodstain in a doorway the size of a human body that cannot be cleaned. Other stories also claim that brooms and mops cannot be physically pushed onto the spot where the bloodstain lays. So you can't even do it if you couldn't even get a mop there if you wanted to. Yikes. This one I don't like at all. A mirror in the plantation also reportedly contains the spirits of Sarah Woodruff and her two children. Because apparently according to custom, mirrors were covered after death, but after the poisoning slash yellow fever this particular mirror was overlooked and due to it being uncovered this particular mirror captured the spirits of sarah and her children and they are occasionally seen to leave handprints in the mirror or have been seen themselves in people's reflections oh i just got goosebumps (laughs) i know i hate i I just hate mirrors in general i won't look at one too long they make me very uncomfortable um Growing up, I had this, I don't know what they're called. It's like a tri-fold mirror, like a vanity, I think yeah, they're it's a, called. Yeah, it's a vanity, vanity mirror. But mine was an antique, 
and it made me very uncomfortable and it faced my bed as well so i just i got such bad vibes from that thing i did not like it bad vibes didn't like it so i don't like mirrors they they freak me out i will not look at one too long at night they're so sus like you you, they're just big danger zones i don't like them um my boyfriend has pretty much a ceiling to floor mirror at the end of one of no, at the end of his hallway. He doesn't have multiple hallways. Just one hallway. And I hate it. Because if you have to go to the bathroom at night, you have to walk past it. And it makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, God. <sighs> I, don't like, I just don't like mirrors. <laughs> don't like them. But also, there's also reports of a little girl haunting the plantation who died in 1868. Who died despite receiving treatment from a voodoo practitioner. She is known to appear in the bedroom that she died in and then proceeds to practice voodoo on the people sleeping in the room. Um, I don't know what specific voodoo she's doing, but <laughs> I don't think I want it. Waking up I to a little ghost I girl. I don't want it. Thank you, but no thank you. I'm good. And finally, there are reports of a ghost who will crawl up the steps and stop on the 17th step. And this ghost is none other than William Drew Winter, the man who was killed by gunpoint earlier. And then, just to end it, on the Myrtle's Plantation website, there's some ghost photographs. And the first one, I'm not sure what I'm looking at. I'm not going to lie. They explain what it is, but I couldn't really see it. But the second one, I could not look at it. Um, It sent such chills down my spine. Ugh. It creeped me out. So it's a photo of two people. And in the background, in a window, is an image of a little girl in antebellum clothing looking directly into the camera. Literally talking about it, I got chills. And it just makes me so unhappy. Because she's just standing there in the... And they zoom in and you can see her. And I'm like, ooh, I hate that. Um, The website goes on to say that this photo has apparently been sent to Dave Young of the Paladin Paranormal to check for validity, and Dave Young then immediately sent the photo onto the Society of Psychical There we Yep, Psychical Research in England, a society formed in 1882 and is apparently the oldest and most prestigious paranormal research group to this day. Now this next portion is completely from the website directly, but The photo was taken of a teacher and some of her students on the courtyard of the Myrtles Plantation with a Sony Cybershot DSC P93A camera. Without going into the technical explanation that included megapixel capability, file size, GIF file compression system, shutter speed, aperture settings, iOS, nope, ISO speed setting, and focal length of the lens, let me confirm that nothing at all unusual discovered or reported about the photograph or the manner in which it was developed. The photograph continues to travel the world, being thoroughly researched, but still without explanation of the ghost girl. We continue to receive comments such as, I see no reason why this type of camera should in any way be responsible for this strange phenomenon. I wish to get as many experienced eyes on this one as possible, which at first glance appears genuinely impressive and somewhat spooky as well. Not like the rather predictable org, Orb and Mists. Intriguing. Also, I didn't really say, but all of these are kind of separate sentences. They're all separate quotes. Um, much more interesting than the average paranormal photo we generally receive. 
photographers have looked at it pixel by pixel and they could not find any doctoring. I think you will agree with me when you see the photograph that it is truly amazing. And finally, I will put this in the difficult to explain category, at least for now, as I try to gain more information. That's so, scary. It, I will put it on the Instagram. It's actually really creepy and I don't like it. It makes me really uncomfortable. Um, she's pixel just pixel by pixel? Damn. Yeah, the, like people analyzed it and they're like, I, this has not been doctored in any way. I will admit as they zoom in, it looks like it has been sharpened so that you can see it. So it looks a little weird there, but when it's zoomed out, oh, it's just bad vibes. I don't like it. It, it. She's just, it's just this little girl in a dress, like staring at the camera through the window. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, and it's no really... way. Honestly, even if it was an actual little girl in an antebellum costume staring through the window, I would also be equally uncomfortable yeah, I'd with be like, it. Okay, that's so... just socially unacceptable. Um... <sighs> little kids scare me, man. They do be mad creepy. <laughs> I still remember as a kid, like if I wanted to crawl into bed or something with my parents, I wouldn't wake them up because I felt bad about waking them up. So I would stand there until <laughs> one of one them, of like, yeah, I was, I was one of those. I mean, I think I would kind of like whisper and be like, mom, mom, wake That's up. That's even but, worse. Like, I wouldn't, Bitch, I know. Worse. Mother, mother, <laughs> you must have until, been given So the amount the of times I've Please. literally scared my parents awake as a child because I didn't want to wake them. Oh, God. Yeah, so I was one of those. So I'm well aware of the fact that children are terrifying because I would just stand there until they noticed my presence. <laughs> oh, God. It must be um, so shocking to wake up and be like, oh, okay. Right. Small and it would always child. be like 3 a.m. or something. Like, it was the darkest that's, hour. And I was just like, I can't sleep. Hour. Well, that's I'm bewitched. So my demon my child. Are- my mommy always say she's like 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. Those are never good times. You should never be outside at that time and you should never be awake at that time because it's the <sighs> bewitching hour. And I'm like, what does that mean, Judy? Judy, what does that mean? I've heard that too. Judy, no. I used to wake Judy, up no. at like 3 o'clock all the time. It would always be around 3 and I was like, mm, not keen on this bad vibes. I'm not liking this little habit here. Yeah. Damn. That's so scary. I think... I Mine's know. a lot less scarier than yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm doing more of like a cryptid folklore type thing, a German folklore. And it's the... Oh, I gotta look up how to pronounce it again. Every time. Every time. <laughs> We're in a brief pause while I look up how to say words. Wilpertinger. Wilpertinger. Okay. <laughs> my thoughts exactly I, I can grab so. Laura I can have her say it <laughs> Wil- Wolpertinger okay <laughs> is a German folklore um, I think a lot of you have seen pictures of it it's very similar to the jackalope where it's a sort of combination of various animal parts into like one animal so the Wolpertinger is an animal said to inhabit the alpine forests of Bavaria and Baden-Württemberg in southern Germany. Oh my god, is she going to oh totally bash my pronunciation? I'm so sorry. No, she would never. <laughs> oh god. Um, its body is composed of various animal parts, as I mentioned previously. Um, it's most commonly known to have wings, antlers, a tail, and fangs. Um, it's also very, like 
uh, I guess, rabbit-like or hair-like. So it's kind of like skinny and elongated. Um, the most mm-hmm. widespread description portrays the Wolpertinger as having the head of a rabbit, the body of a squirrel, the antlers of a deer, and the wings and back legs of a pheasant. So these are actually, I guess, really common in Bavaria. You can see these um, quote-unquote stuffed mm-hmm. Wolpertingers in display okay, so inns just- or looked them up and yeah i see it yeah there's actually i'm gonna totally put it on there but there is a drawing that someone did and it is adorable i can't explain it i'll put yeah. it on the instagram there, but it's actually adorable actually, and i'm like oh there is a it's gonna sound really dorky but there's actually ooh, i just hit my table there's actually a pet on world of warcraft that is <laughs> based <laughs> off of the wolper tinger and i do have it you get it during brew fest it's really <laughs> fun it's super cute but yeah there a lot of the images of them are supposed to, there's they look really cute and they're um commonly like displayed in inns or sold to tourists as souvenirs um, quote-unquote stuffed because it is like a folklore so it's not like they actually were able to <laughs> as of now go out and find um wolpertingers to stuff <laughs> um no one knows exactly when or why this you know folklore came to be um it's commonly believed that the myth rose in popularity over the past two centuries due to the emergence of uh stuffed incarnations of animals so bavarian taxidermists in the 1800s were really interested in um this idea that if you you know stuff an animal it kind of reincarnates it because uh it like brings it back to life i guess that kind of idea of it hasn't the creature hasn't really left you because they stuffed it at least that's the kind of how i was reading it which is kind of scary um it was believed that they created the Wolpertinger as like a, a little bit of fun. You know, they were just experimenting with body parts. This is so disturbing to me. <laughs> now that I'm going back there and reading it, I'm like, what? hey, people get bored. Like, that's true. It's not a lie. Like I, the, I mean, uh, I the jackrabbit, right? Yeah, or exactly. The, the, the jackalope or whatever. Ja- yeah, jackalope. Sorry, jackrabbits yeah. are real. <laughs> yeah, jackrabbits are real. Jackalopes Although, are not real. I'm not going to lie. I discovered that jackalopes were fake when I was like 16. I fully Dude, yeah, thought that I, these were real creatures. I definitely was also a late bloomer on that. I think I was about 18, 19 when it actually came up. Yeah. Like, but that they weren't. No one just, no one ever, it never came yeah. up in conversation. I never came across it on the internet. I just... <laughs> Remember hearing the name? Like, everyone told passing. you about them at one point. And then yeah, all but of a no sudden, one told no one me told they were you fake. that they were fake. <laughs> it was just like, have you seen a jackalope? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, they're really cool. They're like these rabbits with antlers. It's like, oh, that's so sweet. And then like, that would be the conversation. Yeah. There would never be any closure of like, they're not real. Like, what? <laughs> My theory is we all found out quite late and therefore we were all too embarrassed to talk about it. I feel like Facts. we all kind of learned in our teens that we were like, oh, wait a minute. These aren't real. Yikes. Like, I found out because Absolutely. my boss told me. I worked at the summer camp and I I don't know why we were talking about them, but I think he kind of realized I thought they were real and he was like, you do know these aren't real creatures, right? I was like, <laughs> Those oh, <are> no. <laughs> I was like, what? oh, Okay. <laughs> I can't remember who. Oops. It may have been Aaron. I can't remember who told me. I hope it wasn't Aaron. <laughs> God, that'd be so embarrassing. Um, oh. But yeah, so the uh, Bavarian locals have been known to spin a slightly more outlandish tale outside of the 
uh, taxidermist having fun concept. This tale is a little bit more romantic and it involves a hare and a roebuck. So it's said that the two were in love and they had babies and the children had the body of a hare but horns of a deer. Um, And their union inspired other animals to crossbreed and soon after um, it was a fox and a duck and then a pine marten and a pheasant. And that's why they say there's no two similar uh, Wolpertingers. They all look slightly different because in actuality, a Wolpertinger is just a crossbred animal of two different species that shouldn't have been able to have children. And so then there's like, I think there's some images on Google of some sort of fox elongated uh, mammal, but has the beak, the uh, duck beak. Um, there's some where it looks like a squirrel, but has like bat wings and chicken legs. And there's, there's all kinds of different ones. I prefer the good old bunny looking one. I find that one to be (laughs) the most pleasant to look at, but by all means, pick your favorite and let us know. Uh, I like the Wolf. The Wopletingers are said to be shy and frugal animals. They feast on herbs and roots found only in the Bavarian forest and the occasional insect if they can get their little grubby hens on them. (laughs) Wait, they're Um, so cute. I know, they are so wholesome. I was like, oh god, I was crying while I was researching. (laughs) My tears away. Um, (laughs) The Wolpertinger is not dangerous to humans, but it is said that if the saliva, if their saliva touches your skin, Thick tufts of fur will begin to sprout at that spot. Which Ooh. I'm like, okay, what? Um, right, and maybe I when won't threatened, them. Yeah, maybe just stay a little bit away because they also, mm. when they're threatened, they spray a foul-smelling liquid, much like a skunk. But unfortunately, the bestial smell cannot be removed or covered with soap, deodorant, or perfumes. It only magically disappears exactly seven years later after you've been sprayed. So <laughs> oh, it's like, some, like it takes seven years for the smell to dissipate. It's like that uh, thing from um, um, Labyrinth. It's like the the swamp of... I Oh, God. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Labyrinth swamp... Fart swamp. <laughs> Hold on, what the hell was it called? What was it called? The bog of stench. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the bog of eternal stench. Yeah, that one doesn't disappear in seven years. If you fall in, you smell forever. But yeah, sorry. That's I gross. Just... That's horrible. I would hate I myself. Get that off. <laughs> <laughs> um, according to legend, anyone who wants to see a Wolpertinger alive in its natural habitat must be an attractive <laughs> single woman and needs to visit a forest in the Bavarian Alps during a full moon, accompanied by the right man. Now, this, um, if the woman is not with the right man, um, the Wolpertinger will not reveal itself. So that's, you know, kind of this catch line where it's like, the man brings his lovely woman to the forest, and all of a sudden, if it were to appear by some trick of the man, then he would be revealed to be her one and only. But when I was reading it, I was like, that's super sus. And that's the town's way of trying to attract <laughs> single women alone in the woods. I was like, red flag, red flag. I was like, don't go to yeah. the very oh. alone. <laughs> oh. I was like, that is, that is a bad vibes, bad vibes. situation. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I was like, oh, no, Germany, no. 
don't tell single women to go out by themselves into the forest alone. Oh, bless. That's dangerous. Um, you can also catch a Wolperton, a Wolpertinger by sprinkling, sprinkling salt on its tail or by using no. the sack stick spade method. Now, this method is you prop open a sack with a spade and you light a candlestick inside. The little Wolpertinger will be attracted to the light and once inside you remove the spade and then ta-da, you've trapped yourself a little Wolpertinger. And I don't know what you're going to do like with them. It. It'll make you smell. <laughs> So do with that knowledge as you will. But yeah, so very, I mean, it was a, he's super wholesome. He's doing his very best. And yeah, that's just, you know, that's our little Bobo Tinger. I just thought he was cute and fun to share. You know, I've been thinking about him for a couple days for some reason. And so I was like, I I gotta jump in there. I gotta do some research on this little guy. That's what I'm We all know you were just playing World of Warcraft with your little Wolper Tinger and you were like, Yes. (laughs) I was like, you know what? Guy. Yes, let's give him this a guy. <laughs> he deserves it. He sounds. He's adorable. I love it. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Would research again. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's so cute. M- normally, when I think of like stories coming out of at least ancient Germany, ancient Germany, that's not that's not correct. Old Germany. Old Germany. I was gonna say because it wasn't called German. Doesn't matter. Stories coming from that area. I always think of like really harsh, like Hansel and Gretel getting eaten by witches kind of thing. So it was a nice yeah. little change to have like a cute yeah. little bunny horned winged thing. It was cute. I like. And it, it wasn't you, even Germany. like, <laughs> thank you, Germany. And it wasn't even like some scary like Frankenstein situation. It was oh. like just some taxidermists having a good time. You know, just yeah, no. just, you know just here to have fun. <laughs> People get bored. Like, before the internet, they're like, you know what, fuck it. Let's stick some antlers on Let's this bunny and see what happens. <laughs> Let's attach some body parts to <laughs> Let's just see what happens. <laughs> oh, the time before modern technology. <laughs> Can't even imagine. Mm. I wouldn't know what I'd do. Probably that, no. honestly, actually. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I mean, before we had cell phones and computers and shit, I just used a bike around my neighborhood. That's Which, true. Like, I used to be like, cops and robbers, and like I used to like, read in woods. I didn't even do, do that. Anymore. I literally just biked in circles. I did nothing. I went on my bike, and I did laps around my neighborhood. And that is all little yeah. five-year-old Julia did. I was just like, all right. How did we here not we go? <laughs> How did we not go right? missing? I would go with like a friend, maybe. So it's like, oh, there's two of us. They'll never take us now. And it's like, we were five. You can't take me now. Yeah, <laughs> you like, were literally an infant. <laughs> yeah, like if anyone wanted two to kidnap of you us, is they not definitely could have. But <laughs> that's facts. Damn. Different times. Different times. A lot For can real. happen in the span of uh, like five or six years when it comes to childhoods. Like things can change big time. Mm. Yep. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. Oh my gosh, I just dropped everything on the floor. But yes. Yes, yes, yes. It was a very simple episode today, I do believe. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, sorry. I have, because Christmas is coming up and everything, all of my assignments are due. So. I keep forgetting it, you're still in school. <laughs> cries. So yeah, I have assignment due Friday. I have another one due right after New Year's. And then I have three due on one day. And that one is causing my soul to cry for the same class mind you it's the same class just three different assignments because they hate me so for legal reasons she doesn't think you hate her (laughs) (laughs) don't (laughs) sorry i'm kidding 
<laughs> Please don't kick me out. I know I worry when uh, I've seen a few of my uh, course mates follow me on Instagram, like my actual private one. But I do have a thing that says like, I have a podcast now that links it to this. And none of them have followed the podcast Instagram, but I am worried that they are slowly <laughs> discovering it because I don't I want do them have to. numerous concerns. <laughs> I'm still waiting for someone to like mention because because my setup is on my bed and I zoom call from my desk, you can kind of see it. And I'm wondering if people are wondering why does that girl have a really intense mic setup? And oh my god, they think you run an OnlyFans. I was just I was like they probably think I'm a cam girl or something. It's like no, I, I just run a that. paranormal podcast. Oh my god, good money though. Good money. <laughs> I don't bash anyone who does that. No, I. You can do it. Very impressed. <laughs> Make that bank, baby. Make that bank, baby. Oh, I always see on Jeez. TikTok. They're like, I made hundreds on my first day, and I'm like, I... I'm like crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, <laughs> that is more than I will ever make. <laughs> so, good on cries you. and pour. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh, the struggle, but. I know what's not struggling. <laughs> our love for our Patreon people. <laughs> I love Thank that. you so much, Carrie, Cassia, and Brad for being a part of our tier, top tier Patreon team. We love you so much. Love you. We're always so blessed to have you here. You got with me us. the gear that makes my course mates think I'm a cam girl, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She wouldn't have been able to do it without you. <laughs> and oh. of course, thank you to our other Patreon people in our lower tiers. We love you as well. But yeah, that's just so exciting. 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 That's just exciting. so exciting. That's exciting. Jeez. Oh, oh God. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, as always, we're your hosts. I'm Emmy. And I'm Julia. And stay spooky, my friends. Bye.